time ago, and then going way back in time. So we start in 1979, when in Israel, uh, an archaeologist who was digging at a site called Ketef Hinnom, um, which is just outside of the old city of Jerusalem, unearthed a tiny silver scroll. The scroll the archaeologists uh, were able to date back to 600 BCE. Today you can actually see it on display at the Israel Museum. The scroll, they believe, scholars say, was worn as an amulet or a charm by some ancestor of ours living in Jerusalem 2,600 years ago. What's interesting is that it took the archaeologist and the research team a long time to unroll this scroll. It was made of very, very thin silver, if you can imagine like an old gum wrapper, that needed to be painstakingly unrolled. And once they did, they discovered written on the silver was one of the most well-known blessings in all of Jewish life, the one that Jeff mentioned in his introduction this morning. And I want to just show you a picture of what they found. So here you can see on the left the silver and then the reproduction of the words in Paleo-Hebrew. This is ancient Hebrew that's an older font from the Hebrew we know today. And then here on the right the letters uh, of, of the Hebrew as we would understand them today. And there we have these famous words. Yivarechecha Adonai ve'yishmerecha. May God bless you and keep you. Ya'er Adonai panave lecha v'yichuneka. May God's light shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yisa Adonai panave lecha ve'yasem lecha shalom. May God always look with favor upon you and grant you peace. The blessing is so powerful in its simplicity. Even just the, the tenor of it and the, the way in which it's developed from a literary standpoint. We know that the first line is three words, the second line has five words, and the third line has seven. God's name is the second word of each stanza. We have these three-fold benedictions, these three blessings for material blessing, for spiritual blessing, and for peace. Such incredible gifts, whether today or 2,600 years ago, this blessing is powerful. But it's also powerful in its performance. In ancient times, as well in some communities today, Kohanim or the priests would raise their hands when they would recite this blessing made famous in popular culture, of course, by Dr. Spock and the sign of the priestly benediction. The power in many ways comes from the use and the symbolism of hands. There's a beautiful teaching by the Hasidic master, the Baal Shem Tov, who links these words of the priestly benediction to a passage from the Psalms. God is your shadow by your right hand. This verse, he explains, teaches that God, like a shadow, follows our actions, and that when we do the right thing, we give tzedakah, show compassion and kindness to others, God shadows us and does the same. 
God waits for us to do these things, hoping and trusting that we will. So it's interesting that in the priestly benediction, when we are sort of requesting a blessing from God, we are actually bringing blessing to others. When we place our hands upright like this and extending our hands facing others, we are dispensing blessing rather than looking for something for ourselves. This opportunity to act as a connector between God and the people to bring blessing onto others is not limited, of course, to Kohanim, to those who descend from this priestly line. It is available to all of us through our actions in the world and our interactions with others. If we go back to that promise that God made to Abraham in Lech Lecha, I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. Maybe this has been the point of the Jewish people all along. As a great nation, we have the capacity to bring blessing into the world, to bestow it on others through our actions, our words, and our intentions. Maybe this is why of all the rituals of ancient time of that that ancestor of ours who wore the silver amulet might have experienced from the time when the temple stood, this one has been with us. It has been reimagined in so many ways. It's made our way into our sidur as a way for us to bless the community. It's entered our homes as a blessing that we give to our children on Shabbat and holidays. And it's entered many of our rituals of sacred time and life cycle, blessing for a new stage of life, for a barba mitzvah, a wedding couple, a new child in the world. We are not sources, but channels of blessing. We do not create the goodness we bestow, but pass it on. A good teacher knows, for example, that the Torah she teaches is not hers, but something that she brings from God and from all of those who came before. A parent knows that the love that she or he bestows upon her child through blessing is not something that just comes from within, but that it comes from all of God's divine experience and also those who came before us. Parents' task is not to manufacture love, but to pass it on. We understand this because ultimately it is how we dedicate our blessings and the work of our hands, how we reach out, how we give, how we touch and hold close, how we comfort and lift up, how we help one another, how we love. That is holiness. That is beauty. That is how we become a conduit between the holy and what we bring out into the world. When I was in high school, I remember my basketball coach used to do this visualization exercise with our team. He would have us stare at our hands. The purpose was to focus our attention on the potential that was within us. The awareness that we control so much just with our hands. There is tremendous power in that acknowledgement. There is so much in our hands which we can use to build, to hold, 
to reach out, to heal. And there is likewise power in our hands to strike, to push away, or close a door. The mystics believe we have ten fingers to remind us of the Ten Commandments, that our hands are our covenant with God to do the work of righteousness in the world. So today when we are thinking about the blessings that our ancestors brought to the people through our hands, let us dedicate ourselves, the deeds of our hands, to righteousness, to justice, to loving kindness. Let us reach out to one another with empathy and understanding in new and creative ways. Our ability to bless one another rests in all of our hands. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Rabbi Brown. Thank you so much for that.